If you were no longer affected by the judgment of others and you stopped judging yourself, would you make different choices? Why make choices in your life based on judgments instead of on your awareness of what would create the life and living you desire? Everyone has the potency to make inspired choices. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the creativity that is you. Now, here is the host of Inspired Choices Radio Show, Possibilities Coach Christine McIver. Every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on AtoZen.fm. Welcome, everyone, to the Inspired Choices Radio Show. It is Wednesday, all day, 24 hours of it. I've been on the radio for a number of hours, and I'm so excited that it's now my turn. I don't know if you realize this, but we have two full days of amazing hosts that contribute so much in the world. And, you know, to listen to, there's over 20 shows between the two days of major, major contribution that you can be listening to for free. So go to adazen.fm, check them out because it's it's amazing. I get to produce these, co-produce these shows. I'm actually a host and I get to listen to some amazing things making so much contribution. It's fantastic. So today we are talking about copulation, consciousness, and confusion. So this is going to be a juicy topic, and I have a wonderful co-host that hopefully she's going to be here soon. <laughs> Maybe she's stuck doing one of those three things. Hmm, let's see what's going to occur. Before we get into the show, I'd like to tell you a little bit about me. I am a possibilities coach, and I work with individuals to co-create the living and loving they desire with all the possibilities in the universe. A co- access consciousness certified facilitator, bars facilitator, body process facilitator, coach, energy healer, radio show host and producer, website builder, and so much more. My programs that I actually design for each of my clients assist you in bringing more possibilities to actualization. Ask yourself, are you ready to claim you desire now? Connect with me to learn more. Christine at inspiredchoices.ca. I do charge for my services, but the first five minutes are always free, and I talk pretty fast, so you might get a lot out of that. So I'm so excited for today's show, and you know, the the last couple of months, the shows have kind of been evolving, and one has led to the next and to the next, and this one just really, really popped for me, and I uh, had a conversation with a number of uh, friends and colleagues, and they were like, oh, yeah, that is so true, that they've actually gone through it themselves, or they know of people that have gone through it. So I'm so excited to talk about this. So consciousness, copulation, and confusion. Do you lay down your consciousness when you lay down with your lover? Do you walk away confused, desiring more copulation, and let, wondering what the hell is going on? Feeling confused? Hmm. What would it take for you to stay conscious, whether you are copulating with a new lover, an old lover, or just having a conversation online with someone? Wouldn't that be amazing? How many of us have this confusion that pops up and we get lost in in maybe the romance or the, the potency, or maybe we're just we get bitter and we don't understand what's going on. We believe that we want to choose something. We believe that's what we want. And then when we begin to choose it, we get, we get this disconnect between what 
our body is desiring, what we believe we're desiring, and what our head's starting to say to us. Oh, man. <laughs> Carol says, no confusion. I stopped thinking altogether. <laughs> Carol, you just are so damn potent, it's not even funny. What would it take for all of us to leave our brains at the door and just come in with our beings when we copulate? Now, that might actually be a contribution. I would love to have any of the people in the chat room join me, call in live, or even um, join me in the chat room if you're listening to the show. And if you're listening in the replay, please know that if anything sparks you, you've got a question about anything, please feel free to send me an email. I love answering the questions, even if they're not live during this show. So again, it's Christine at InspiredChoices.ca. So the numbers to call in in the U.S. are 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, and in the U.K. 4433-0001-0625. And you can also Skype us at adazen.fm. So, in the live chat room, go to adazen.fm along the blue bar. <laughs> along the blue bar, press on the chat button and uh, come on in and play with us in there. So, Cass says, hey, no bodies with copulations. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm not understanding. I have no voice, girl, but I'm happy to bug you in the chat. Cass, love your contribution. Thank you so much. Cass is one of our uh, hosts. She actually starts the show on Wednesday, starts the channel on Wednesday at 8 a.m., and then I go on at 8 p.m., and Cass is located in Italy, and uh, originally from Boston. She's a Boston girl, but she lives in Italy and a huge contribution to our channel. So thanks for joining us, and I hope I don't keep you up. But hey, maybe some people would like to be kept up during this show. So... Anyway, so Cass, uh, or so pardon me, so Melitza is going to be joining us any minute now. She's just got a little sidetracked, and uh, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Melitza. So Melitza is an absolutely phenomenal woman. She's also a host on one of our shows. Uh, she actually hosts The Pleasure Zone on Monday evenings. Melitza has a BA and works in an alternative medicine field. She's also a um, Mitzvitz. Mitzvah, technique teacher, access bars facilitator, body process facilitator, and she facilitates greater ease and health in bodies and has been doing this for over 15 years. She is an advocate for uh, possibilities. She's located in Canada but would travel all around the world. You can connect with Melitza at www.milicajelenic.com. Melissa is such an amazing contribution. She has been to my life. She's such a brilliant being. And, uh, yeah, she is known as the bum rubber. She loves to, um, <laughs> she loves to, she's a professional bum toucher. This is what Cass says. She absolutely has such a different awareness, such a different take on bodies, which is phenomenal. And she really uh, appreciates bodies, and um, she can be a huge contribution to you. So check her show out on Monday nights. So what are we talking about as far as copulation and consciousness? So let me ask you this question. When you are begin to be attracted to someone, do you ever feel yourself going into a pattern or or kind of getting lost in the gooey yumminess of the possibilities. Yes. Okay, I got that. Now, when you get lost in the gooey yumminess, 
do you do you start to play out a fantasy perhaps in your mind? Do you possibly start to go into the what ifs and what could be possible and oh my gosh this is going to be exciting and you start to get lost in your mind you get lost in the fantasy and you're not actually present with your body first of all asking your body questions and maybe you're not actually uh, conscious or present with the being in in front of you that you perhaps (laughs) that you could perhaps are considering having copulation with, right? How many of us have got these automatic patterns, automatic programs running that we get into a loop? I certainly know that I have those things that occur for me. And, um, you know, of recent, I'm just starting to demand more and more that I'm going to change that no matter what it takes. Because, you know, if you've ever had challenges with relationships and you go into patterns, Guess what? <laughs> when you go into those patterns, you might actually get the same results happening again. So what would it take for all of us to change this? And surprise, surprise, my wonderful co-host tonight is on the line, Melitza, my darling. So Hi, happy darling. you're here. <laughs> I know, sir. I had to get my daughter in bed, everyone. That's what it is being a mom and on the radio, right? <laughs> you, you had to get your daughter in bed? I thought you yeah. were maybe in bed doing copulation before you actually I came on the radio. And- Trust me, guys, if I was, you would all be feeling it. So <laughs> you'd all been invited to the copulation, but no, not right now. <laughs> Sorry about that. You're <laughs> completely, so funny. Uh, completely distracted, and I wasn't copulating. Darn. Maybe later. <laughs> well, I'm, so, I'm so happy that you're here with me. And, um, me too. I just kind of read through the intro, and I told them a little bit about you and told them where they can, can get in contact with you and just kind of started to step into um this whole discussion that you and I have been going through um, playing with around how we actually do drop our consciousness when we start to move in to the possibility of copulation or actually move into the copulation. So, Cass says, 10, sex, 10 seconds of heavy panting fantasy is bad? No, nothing is bad. Nothing is good. <laughs> but if we have old patterns, right? Right. And so where we, we have... Go ahead. So today, um, I was actually listening to a, a Google Hangout with Dane, and he was talking about those old patterns, right? right. How, how we've been getting into these old patterns, and like we can't get out of them. Somehow we get ourselves trapped into these old patterns. We've chosen that, right? So um, what, if, what if we could get ourselves out of these old patterns and start to create something completely different in our own lives, and what would that do for everybody else around us? Right. So, so the, these old patterns... You know, I don't know about you, Melissa, but I've gone into judgment of myself like, oh my God, massive judgment of myself when these old patterns kept coming up. And when we are in judgment, it actually is kind of like um, looping us back down into the hole of it, right? It's actually not having us uh, choose out of it or step out of it or change it. Because mm-hmm. when you you cannot have uh, judgment and... and um, awareness really show up in the same energy, right? No. Or, you know, judgment going along with anything like creation, right? So if you're in the middle of whatever you're doing and you go to judgment, the the creation energy shuts off. So mm-hmm. you know, if we're doing that even with copulation and we go to judgment and then that creation energy that we could be creating with to actually create 
say, even our businesses or our lives with all that energy that we're creating, that gets all shut off. Right. And, and uh, you know, when I was a young bride, I was very, very young when I first married. I was 23 years old. And, um, you know, I was very naive, um, you know, I was raised Catholic and the whole thing, you know, you don't get, you don't have sex until you get married and all that. And, uh, so I was super naive. And, um, when I was doing copulation, now my body told me it wanted to do copulation, right? My body mm-hmm. got turned on. But when I actually did copulation, it was extremely uncomfortable. I didn't have the tools of access where I started to ask questions around what is this? What is my body aware of? But I immediately went into something was wrong with me. And I wonder yeah. how many other people out there are judging the hell out of themselves when they are wanting to do copulation or doing copulation. And it's it's really an awareness that their body is trying to give them. Exactly. And like for me, it's like how... When when um when, that's, when I first uh, started to be like sexually active, I think what would have been probably the greatest gift to my body was to know that my body could be turned on by me, and I think so. Mm-hmm. What I am I'm encouraging parents to do is like encourage their children to discover their own bodies, so that they don't go to the first person that touches them, get turned on by them, and think they need to copulate because their body's turned on by touch. So what if they could actually learn how to touch themselves in a way that's kind, gentle, and loving, and that's, you know, gratitude for their body so that we aren't falling for the first person that touches us? Right. Or going into the wrongness that they may be carrying because we're aware of it. If if we're actually... Right? If we're actually doing um, self-pleasuring and we know what our body likes and we we can respond in in kind to the body and be kind and loving to our body, when someone isn't coming with that energy, how much more aware will we actually be? Won't that be amazing to be able to pass this information on to people oh. and to our kids and so that they are going to have the awareness and drop? Oh, my God. You know, as... As Cass is saying, when you drop your consciousness, when you drop your drawers, like, what if we don't have to do that? (laughs) Well, and we don't. But you know what? Again, what does this reality teach us? What does this reality say about sex and copulation? What does it say about sex for women? What does it say about sex for men? And how different those two realities and those points of view are, and how many lifetimes have we been carrying this crap? So everywhere that you bought into any lies around copulation, sex, and self-pleasure, can we all destroy and uncreate all that times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, pock, pot, all night, shorts, boys, and beyond. Woohoo! Double clearing! Melita, high five! (laughs) Okay, we're going to go for a quick break, but when we get back, we're going to start to get into some of the tools um, and, and maybe even point out a few more of the places where we can unlock um, the limitations that we've been all carrying. So please stay tuned and we will be right back. Many of us make choices in our lives based on the past or what others think. What would our lives be like if we made our choices based on what we desire in this moment? By tuning into Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to create the life and living you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices Radio Show. 
What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Being visible, being social, being heard. What desires are you ready to create? Would you like to take the next step to creating a potent presence on the web? Would it create more possibilities and expansion in your life? Beingvisible.ca offers website, social media, radio show creation, and more. Creating with consciousness, bringing the energy of you to your audience. Are you ready to connect with your audience clearly, regularly, and with ease? Christine MacGyver and Carol Glover work with individuals and organizations to create a powerful presence on the web. Personal attention and one-on-one -on -one training creates the ease with expanding you. Are you ready? Connect today at beingvisible.ca. This is Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine MacGyver. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S. 815 880-8255 Talk or Canada 613-800-8736 Or you can Skype us Our Skype name is A2Zen.FM You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Christine at InspiredChoices.ca Now, back to the program Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the Inspired Choices Radio Show, and we are talking about copulate consciousness and confusion. So one of the very first tools that I absolutely love and have been using more and more and more to raise my consciousness is actually let's drop our barriers. Mm -hmm. So right now, everyone, barriers down, barriers down, barriers down, all the way down, all the way down. Now, when we are actually choosing consciousness, when you're dropping your barriers, your your being and your body can become way more aware of actually what is occurring. Um, you may become more aware of the other person, what they are choosing, what they are, where they're operating from. You are also going to be more aware of where you're actually going into your old patterns, or where you're actually possibly beginning to lay down your consciousness again. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that tool can be used at any time. I would suggest using it all of the time, but most especially if you find you have an old pattern and you want to change it, wrap that one up. What about you, Melita? What's one of your favorite tools yeah. for so changing one that? One of my all-time favorite tools is the who does it belong to because what it comes down to is how much of this are you actually, when you are choosing to pull down all your barriers and pull down your pants at the same time, like what what are you perceiving? 
Like, what if you're actually perceiving what the other person is desiring and requiring, and you're not going to question about what you desire and require? So who does it belong to? Like, for every thought, feeling, and emotion. So thoughts and feelings include horniness and fantasizing about a person. So what Mm. if you ask the questions about that, too? Like, who does that belong to? What if it's not even yours? Right. So if it isn't yours and you start to return it, to send with consciousness attached, you might start to notice that where you thought you were horny or that you thought you were actually going to go to, um, you know, copulate with this person, your body goes, wait a minute, actually, that wasn't me at all. Hmm. That's awesome. (laughs) And please know, people, your body will show you who it would like a contribution from if you begin to ask the questions. Um, recently, I was uh, a couple months ago. I was about to going on a date. I had been speaking to someone, Melissa, and um, it was very exciting and all of that stuff, right? And uh, just right after we said, "Okay, we're going to meet at this time and we're going to meet at this location," immediately I went into getting nervous, mm. right? And thankfully, I went, "Wait a second, who does that belong to?" Right. And I actually texted this person and said, "Hey, are you nervous?" And he said yes, and I went, oh, thank God, it's not mine. (laughs) Exactly. So it can be as simple as that. Yeah, that question is so awesome because there can also be like, and for a lot of men too, you know, there can be that that they're picking up the judgments of the women that they're with too. Uh, So it's it's not just like one-sided, right? So if the men are going to go to question and ask that because sometimes they're, they're going to judge about uh, what's occurring, or they also have a lot more tendency to have performance anxiety well, than women do. So to question that, because is it them or is it you know the woman judging the crap of herself? Yeah, absolutely. How many women aren't in the world judging themselves, especially when it comes time to you know taking off their push-up bra and their tight skirts and you know or their makeup? Without those, where would I be? <laughs> 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 and how really many important to life and listening to things these are like commodities we we need at least 14 push-up bras and 17 pairs of high heels and 16 shades of lipstick or who are we we're nobody nobody yeah, excuse me and don't touch my hair don't touch my hair <laughs> depend on which hair we're talking about but absolutely don't, don't do that <laughs> But we do, we go through this, you know, this, and it's fun being a girl. I like being a girl. I love getting all dolled up and getting my high heels and my push-up bra and my tight skirt and all of that. I love doing all of that. But we do that, and and along with it being fun, we also are are so caught up oftentimes in this reality around the expectation and what it means, and you're going out and you're, you know, women are brutal at comparing themselves with other women. Absolutely brutal, right? And we're really, too, it's like, I know that um, the more I become intimidated by other women, the more I do this, like, really funny thing where I try to be sexy, and it's so the opposite. It's like this, uh, what are you, you're acting like a freak. Like, I don't know what it, I do this weird thing, and my voice even changes, like, funny things happen. I get intimidated, right? So it's like when I, especially when I'm around super potent women, I get this, like, intimidation that somehow they're more potent than me. Like, there's no way I could ever be as big as they are energetically or sexually or anything, right? And then I go to this, like, complete judgment, which is really funny, and then I turn into a freak. Yeah, and like Carol says, that she becomes the clumsiest thing on the block, like, right Right. with you, sister. Like, I'm so clumsy. I might as well just, like, give it up and walk to a corner. (laughs) 
<laughs> or, or you know what, what what often happens is our body starts to contract. We yes. start to contract and when we contract, how much awareness, consciousness can we actually have? Yeah, so if we chose consciousness over that, like what if we could actually step into, so if somebody is being totally amazing, sexually intimidating, what if we stepped into their universe of what that would feel like for five seconds, you know, and just go, wow, that's an interesting energy. And what would it be like if we were choosing to be sexually intimidating? Would that be like for us? And what would it be like for us to actually admire another being's body, whether it's the same sex or the opposite sex? Right. All, I mean, like, my body me, like, I am, on. Yeah, and like I am the bum toucher and everybody knows, right? And um, and for me, for me, it's like that's for me one way to like break the ice and go, okay, let's not like we're not creating competition here. Uh, I just want to touch your body and if you're cool with that, that's awesome. I've gotten in trouble for it and then there's other times where it's like <laughs> changed my life. So you never know what's going to happen when you go and you ask to hold a bum because my second favorite hobby. The or, other one we'll talk we talked about on Cass's show, but that's another story. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but what about even it just being a hug? That we are just that's hugging good. someone or giving someone a smile. You know, yeah. that can be a huge contribution. When we are operating from the place of consciousness, the co- contribution we can be to our own bodies and to other people's bodies and really being in communion with other people's bodies, whether we are actually putting body parts together or not can be absolutely so delicious and it can create a different way of being on this planet. So what if each and every one of us were to step into more consciousness so we could have yummy, yummy, yummy communion beyond what copulation in this reality says is good or bad or right or wrong? Yeah, wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Okay, so Cass says, guys are worse. I was with these guys at dinner the other night, and this gal got up from the nearby table in what I thought were sexy shoes. She was a bit wobbly, but I thought it was the wine. The one guy said, those look uncomfortable. The other guy said, that's because the shoes are about two sizes too big. And the first guy said, yeah, they're probably his shoes. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> Interesting how everybody had an opinion. Nothing to do with yeah. Nothing to do with wow. Look at that amazing being, right? And and why wouldn't someone get up and actually go with that beautiful woman and walk her somewhere and take take an opportunity to talk to a beautiful exactly. woman? You look wobbly. I'll take you home tonight. Yeah, let me help <laughs> you, darling. <laughs> so hey, I actually have a, <laughs> I actually have a. Um, a great question that was sent in, and so I, I'd like to read it. Um, so the uh, the uh, individual is Nancy, and she said, what happens when somebody gives our ego the attention, stroking and caressing, it yearns for, and the intensity of the lust takes over our crotch, makes our heart beat faster, and turns our minds, our knowing, our promises to ourselves to mush. Well, that wow. never happens. I don't Can know what you're get, talking about. Is, yeah, everybody getting the energy of that? I don't know about you guys, but my yeah. body just turned on. Even yeah. though red flags waved early on in all my previous relationships, I chose to ignore because I did not want to appear difficult to get along with. And more importantly, I found it so difficult to leave as I did not want to hurt someone else's heart. It was easier to hurt and sacrifice myself by staying and hoping and praying that the person would suddenly morph into a king on a stallion and we would ride off into the sunset together happily ever after. Fantasy, hello. Well, I have managed (laughs) to get myself out of a few relationships, but I'm now very hesitant to enter into another relationship for fear that the red flags will wave. 
that I will let them wave, that the cycle will recreate itself, and most importantly, that a relationship includes sacrificing my independence, my thinking, and my freedom. Who does that belong to? I want to believe that I am not there anymore, that I will not sacrifice anymore, because I am greater I am in a greater place of knowing what my soul needs and knowing that the more I am me, the more I will attract the right man, but still wanting to understand why I did and might go there so I can be aware. Well, first of all, I want to pick on uh, the, the word attract. <laughs> I want to pick on, um, you know, this is You pick on everything, don't you? <laughs> I, I do. Well, and it's not from this individual. It, this is from this reality, right? Um, the whole thing about sacrificing, like, gag me with a spoon. (laughs) I'm sorry, but this self-sacrificing shit, it's like we were saying the other night, get down off the cross, we need the wood. Stop self-sacrificing. And as Cass says, is there a right man? What if there's just a yummy man that you have to choose now? And in these 10 seconds, and then tomorrow, exactly. And and definitely, there's stability points in here that we should be speaking to. Um, what's the there's a lot one? of information and the automatic response system oh, going back to that over and over and over again. Yeah, that's like huge right now, right? So we're clearing a lot on that in access, and it's like an amazing clearing because I'm finding that so much of where I operate in my life is from those automatic response systems. It was actually really cute. My mom's like telling me that before you go and do anything, you really got to listen to that day three of the you know, that we were sent out the option to listen to this day three of certified facilitators. She's like, you know, before you do anything, go do all those clearings. I'm like, yeah, wow, because they're potent, right? Mm. I just heard a few of them today on, on the Google Hangout with Dane, and it was like, whoa, man. Uh, yeah, I kind of created a lot of those automatic response systems. So That's, that's amazing. And, and you know what? And that's just, part of that, like going back to that same old pattern, right? So if, if you would like some clearings on the automatic response, and there are, you know, um, definitely creating like a loop on them is a good idea because hearing them once is great, but hearing them like, uh, you know, 50 or 60 times a day for the next 30 days or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm just inventing numbers. Really, I am just inventing numbers. But like oh, whatever really? works I think you. you're a little yeah. more aware than you give yourself credit for, darling. Okay. The numbers <laughs> just came out of nowhere. So I'm just saying them. <laughs> you know, what would it take for all of us to step into our knowing and just follow it? And then if it doesn't, if it's not light, choose again. So we are going to go for our second break. And when we come back, we're going to get into more of the clearings and more of how we can actually begin to recognize when we're going into these systems and begin to use the tools to unlock them. So please stay tuned. We will be back in just a few moments. Many of us make choices in our lives based on the past or what others think. What would our lives be like if we made our choices based on what we desire in this moment? By tuning into Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to create the life and living you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices Radio Show. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. 
The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a BARS class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Being visible, being social, being heard. What desires are you ready to create? Would you like to take the next step to creating a potent presence on the web? Would it create more possibilities and expansion in your life? Beingvisible.ca offers website, social media, radio show creation, and more. Creating with consciousness, bringing the energy of you to your audience. Are you ready to connect with your audience clearly, regularly, and with ease? Christine MacGyver and Carol Glover work with individuals and organizations to create a powerful presence on the web. Personal attention and one-on-one training creates the ease with expanding you. Are you ready? Connect today at beingvisible.ca. This is Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine MacGyver. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S., 815-880-8255, talk, or Canada, 613-800-8736, or you can Skype us. Our Skype name is a2zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. We are talking about copulation, consciousness, and confusion with my wonderful co-host, Melitza Jelinek. Melitza, um, a couple of the things that I had actually written down... What? That was great. I was like how you're like trying to like, choke my last name out. That was awesome. I know. My tongue and my lips today, I don't know. They're just not... They're not jiving. Maybe they need some action. <laughs> what else is <laughs> what else is possible? <laughs> oh my goodness, you are the best. I just love you. Um, a few of the things that I wanted to make sure that we highlight on tonight is, first of all, any any relationship, any confusion, any craziness that, that has ever occurred in your life, please know that you created it. <laughs> yeah, so like what if we're not victims, right? Because that's yeah. where we fall into this contraction and creating contracted lives and create creating that right now I'm doing that maybe I need something in my mouth right now too I'll take care of that so (laughs) like the contraction of our realities and then how that who do we actually invite into our lives when we have contracted reality that's the size of a pinhole who can enter like very few right so how unfun is life when we go to those contracted realities of those automatic response systems where we don't allow anybody in because we're going on this repeated loop of cuckoo-ness that never right. sets us free to actually allow us to receive even more that we could ever receive. Right. And Whatever that nonsense was or brought up or brought <laughs> yeah. down, we can clear all that too. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Something that I want to drop in here real fast 
if if you've not gotten if you're not aware of access consciousness and all these things that we're talking about please go to accessconsciousness.com for more information um you can youtube it the clearing statement theclearingstatement.com will give you much more information one of the things that i think is very very important melitza is you know the the foundation of access consciousness or the beginning process of access consciousness is the bars and this is where we are hitting the delete button on so much of the crap that is not true for us what i'd like everyone to understand is that that your um 90 or we have 99 percent no, no, talking. that's not the other one. That's, that's not, not the other one. one? No, that's okay. not the one I was going to say. Sixty thousand. We all have sixty thousand thoughts a day, and eighty percent of those thoughts are the exact same thoughts you had yesterday. Isn't now, that cute? Yeah. <laughs> so if you've been, you've had more than one lifetime. <laughs> have guess I? What? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I've probably had about a hundred. Okay, probably thousand. at least three. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you're, we. It's like you take the baggage from the one lifetime to the next, and you keep replaying this crap over and over in your head. So who the hell doesn't have automatic response systems going on, right? Right. All it's of us. Be, right. So the the brain is great to run our our heart and to run the you know. Um, when I talk, my hands move. That's an automatic thing for me. So there's so, 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 so many things that the, the brain is great for, but keeping us stuck in limitations, not much. Get your bars run. It will start to clear it big time. It is absolutely amazing. And she said, and for us overachievers, I have no idea what you're talking about, Kat. Oh my gosh, there's so many wonderful people in the chat room. Thank you all for joining. So I would like to go back to just a couple of other things, Melitza. So we create everything. So let's own and acknowledge that we create everything. When we begin to step into that, I don't know about you, Melitza, but it starts to have me choose from a more conscious place. Yeah. Right? Then the fantasies and reality, fantasies versus reality. Now, we talked about this Sunday, but let's talk about this now. The, the the fantasies that we, you know, marketing is a fantasy. How much of marketing out there is a fantasy? And how Hold much, it. yeah, and how much, you know, as a child, we, we've we been given these toys and we, we, you know, we play out these fantasies as young children and then we start to perpetuate them into our lives, into our lifetimes, Right. Uh, yes. there, there's nothing. There's nothing more fun than playing and acting. I mean, I always thought maybe I was an actress in a in a previous life. I would love to do that, but the fantasies that we get locked into that actually limit us. It's really important we we look at this and say, Am I really choosing this, or is this a fantasy that I'm trying to play out, or somebody I'm playing it out? Like, who does that fantasy belong to, right? Um, so the fan- the um, reversing fantasy as reality. So I'd like to to run that clearing right now. So what have you made so vital about reversing fantasy into reality, and reality into fantasy that keeps you from being all of you, everything that is times a godzillion when you destroy and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pock, pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So those are really beginning to look at fantasies as something that you're projecting. So a fantasy is something that you're really, you're trying to take from a uh, a big wish and you're trying to project it and actually um, have it be a construct that you actually have it come out. So you have, it's like a fantasy of a young girl when she's growing up. She has a fantasy of marrying this prince, like Nancy had said, you know, he turns into a knight on a beautiful white horse. And we have this fantasy of how everything is going to come out. 
Now, Cass says, what is the difference between fantasies and dreams? Um, for me, a fantasy is where we're projecting. A dream is something we're targeting. Oh, that's interesting. So, for me, they aren't all that different. Okay. But, um, so for me, fantasies is where we've more bought into um, realities that other people have concocted. And dreams are more uh, things that we are trying to concoct. So dreams are more, to me, they're more personal, where they're things that I've created, and fantasies are things I bought into. Okay, so things that you've bought that's into. That's just my and point even of view, for, yeah. yeah. no, that's cool. And hey, what a contribution this is, both of our points of view are to, um, to anyone listening. Um, mm-hmm. and, and you know what, even your definition, you know, go, grab a book, <laughs> grab an old dictionary and get the definition of fantasy, get the definition of dream. Um, in, in my reality, that's how I see fantasy and dream. A, a dream for me is a target. It's like I, this is something that I'm wanting, so I'm targeting it, right? It's not like I go into dreamland, which I call fantasy. Fantasy for me, that's what it is. <laughs> we have a great conversation in the, the chat room right now going on. Lord have mercy. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Melissa. Um, uh, yeah, sure, absolutely. So when I was talking about what we concoct, um, Cass, thank you for your contribution. She said that she really liked the word concoct because it has the word cock in there too. So that's yeah. awesome. Thank, thank you, Cass, for that yeah. contribution. Yeah. For whoever's not in the chat, we'll know why we're giggling. That's yes, there you go. Thank you. So um, the other thing that I wanted to bring to, to mind is judgment. Um, when we uh, start to slip into copulation, and we did talk, we did touch on this, but when we start to desire copulation. Um, oftentimes we begin to, first we see somebody that we would like to play with, and then we oftentimes go into judgment of ourselves. Like, am I good enough? What's it going to be like? You know, but we're coming with the energy of judgment, like this this concern and this worry and all of this stuff, right? And when we're in judgment, when we're copulating with someone, how much can we actually receive and enjoy and really be in communion with that other body. Yes. So, you know, you, it's really hard to enjoy anything if you're not really there. Right? So that's kind of key. Um, so for people who are slipping up consciousness, it's usually that they've kind of checked out. You know, so mm-hmm. really cool to, like, um, do one of those exercises where you become very present. So, you know, touching two parts of your body will make you more present, or three, I think it is. So if you if you actually connect with your body and another body, then, then you can both be present. Some people will actually just check out of their body completely when you touch them. So if you're aware of that, then you can also, you know, know that, they're going to check out on you and you can ask them to be present and if they don't want to be, then they're choosing unconsciousness. So um, uh, it was funny because you said the word slip into it and it was like when you said that, my mind went on this um, tangent and I was like, wow, slipping into it is almost like being like slipped some kind of drug and then you're like out, you're gone. You're, it's like it was like an accident or something. Like there was zero consciousness with it, right? So I like right. I actually like that you use the word slipped into it as if it was some kind of like, how did that happen? I just fell. Right. 
Well, we slip into these patterns. We slip into things so Mm -hmm. fast. But you know what? Seriously, think about a time when you had copulation with someone, okay? Mm -hmm. And five minutes, or five hours, or five days, you went back to... um, uh, I, I don't want to say back to, but you, you, you kind of went to the memory of it, and right. and 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 first you smiled, and then it got heavy, and you didn't know why it got heavy. Mm-hmm. Right? How many of us were choosing to not be aware of what was actually occurring, and but our bodies then can give us the information later when we are quote unquote out of the um, the the soup of it. Right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then what you, to learn what your body is actually saying to you is really cool. It's key. It's very, very key. So, you know, of recent, um, there was a, a gentleman that I was actually seeing, Melissa, and um, I, my old pattern came in like you would not believe. Like, am I more conscious than I was five minutes ago, five days ago, five months ago, five years ago? Yes that old pattern came in and the fantasy pattern came in, right? There yeah. sure, there was all of these other things that were coming in too, but the, all of these things were nearly overshadowing. And I choose to, to ignore some very um, subtle and not so subtle signals from this individual. Mm-hmm. And I so turned off so much of my awareness and suddenly, it was like a, I got a bat right across the head. It was like, holy wake-up call, right? And and I wasn't really listening to or asking questions in, you know, before, during, or after copulation. So one of my dear friends, um, she actually, she was the one who said to me, do you lay down your consciousness when you lay down with a man? And I'm like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. That was so friggin' light. Another tool that is phenomenal is actually to ask. So let's say you've had copulation with someone, and afterwards it was it was funky, and you're like, "What? What's going on?" Because I enjoyed it then, right? Or you believed you enjoyed it then, right? What if you were to ask the question, "If I was con- to continue to see this person or continue to have copulation with this person, uh, what would my life be like in five years?" If I was not to continue to see this person or have copulation with this person, what would my life be like in five years? So just get the awareness of the light and heavy or the the yucky or yummy. And then the third question that I loved is to say, body, would you like to have copulation with this person again? Yeah, really good questions. Oh my God, I used that after this whole <laughs> this whole last occurrence and my body mm. went, No. Right? And how much did you know that after the first time? Because it's really funny. It's like we have sex with a person once and we assume, okay, well, we did that, so we should probably do it again and again and again and again because we don't want to be sluts. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> if I had sex with this person and I had sex with 17 other people in the next four or five days, oh, my God, I'm such a slut. So we That's know like what is... saying because I ate chicken once, I should eat chicken every single time for supper. Even though it gave me gas and made me poop my pants. That's right. Damn, but I should keep doing it. So, yeah, like we go and ask that automatic response system. Okay, well, I did it. It's, you know, convenient and comfortable, so I'll do it again. So instead, yeah, going to question before. I like the during because absolutely you can be in the question during. And people are like, well, how do you do that and do sex at the same time? Like, yes, you can do that. So starting playing with the questions when you're not having sex 
makes it a little easier. It does. <laughs> so, and, what and then would it you be continue like, it right through. Right. And what would it be like that you're in the middle of having copulation with this person and you are your body gives you an awareness and you're staying in your consciousness and suddenly it's not fun anymore and you choose to stop? Exactly. And like sex ultimately is for nurturing our bodies, right? The actualness that we receive from it is what the bodies are craving. So if you're not receiving that, you might want to ask some more questions. And you can ask, and Cass has some questions that mm-hmm. are, are different questions than we were asking the other day. So will this be nurturing? Fun and easy, right? So um, Say that again. You You talk really fast. Say it again. Sorry, darling. So will this be nurturing? Will it be fun? And will it be easy? Right. Will Will I be happy? Um, and she did it. She did those questions, and you know you can do those questions all the time. So the other one was, you know, will I learn something? Which is there's, you know, generally always a yes to that because there's always something to learn. Um, so and remember, <laughs> yeah, I that you don't want to do it again. <laughs> that, again, without asking a question first, and right. will I be happy? And that will the other person be grateful is a really nice one to ask too because having gratitude for you is like a really sweet contribution to you and your body. So if the person is just like, yeah, I just did you and walk away, you're kind of like, wow, I just feel like a used rag, that kind of bit. It was it was easy and it was fun in the second, but oh man, now I feel like that was, man, you can feel kind of bent out of shape over it, right? So, yeah. so those questions are really good. And again, it's not the four out of five, it's the five out of five. You want to get to be in a place of creating conscious, you know, whatever you're doing, conscious copulation, you're going to really choose to look at those questions, ask them, and perceive the energy of them. And if you don't know the difference between heavy and light, there are uh, lots of tools on the Internet that can kind of take you through that. Um, And we can take you through that if you, you know, give us one of those five-minute calls that we can do for you. Contact Mm -hmm. us on Facebook. And some people find that the energy is hard to perceive anyway. So what if it's different for you than it is for anybody else? Like for me, I feel like I can breathe better. Mm-hmm. And I know that I, and somebody else, um, she was describing her heavy and light. And like what's light for her is it's like she would hear a pop in the energy and all of a sudden things would seem like she could hear them better. Cool. So, yeah, so it's like just different ways people perceive heavy and light. So what is for you? Right. And please, above everything else that we're sharing tonight, and I really suggest re-listening to this replay because these questions are dynamic. Above everything else, if after you've had copulation with someone and it you get a ton of awareness like that wasn't fun, please don't go into beating the shit out of yourself because that is only going to shove you farther down the rabbit hole. And, you know, I did that, Melissa, and I actually cut off copulation and receiving for more than 10 years. Isn't that wild? And how did what was your life like when you chose to cut off copulation oh, and sexualness I, and receiving? You know what? It affected my it affected my relationships with everyone in my life. It affected my bank account. It affected my joy, and it was really I I was moving through my life from a push energy yeah. It's like it was like pushing an elephant up a hill every single day and how I'm still here after doing that for that long is quite surprising to me because I'm choosing something very different now. Um and so much more joy and so much more ease. Um and it doesn't mean that you have to have sex with anybody, but I literally I locked the door on all of that energy. Right, and we do that all the time. 
especially we can judge it. As soon as we judge it, we cut it off, right? So if somebody's, you know, say you're walking a construction site and there's, uh, you know, dudes whistling at you, if you go, oh, my God, those guys are so, and you go to the judgment of it, yes. boy, you just cut off, like, the gift that those, you know, however many men those are that are gifting you that energy, you could receive it with no judgment, and what else would your life look like? So. Right. You know, so what if we don't have to go to judgment about when people are gifting it to us and the way they're gifting it to us is mostly what I'm trying to get at. Is like we think it has to show up a certain way and like what if it's different all the time and we can receive it with no judgment. Mm-hmm. What would it like to What would it like to be for our bodies if we were to be receiving with no judgment? How much easier would that be for us? How much easier would it be for other people um, around us in our lives and, and from our for our lovers if we were to be receiving with no judgment? There is a very different connection. Even when you hug someone, you don't have to be in copulation. But Melissa, when you and I hug, there is a very different energy than if I was just to hug someone and be in judgment and have my barriers up. When right. you and I hug, it's it's a it's a it's like our molecules are actually touching and, and they're just such a yummy contribution. And what if we were to be able to receive that, choose to receive that actually in everything that we are doing with anyone? And how much could we change the world if we actually went out and gifted those kind of hugs to everyone and oh. everything? Oh, but I, I, did I, that. Think I, that gonna a, I think I we're going to do I think we're going to be like on the streets of Toronto. You and me yeah, to, I to Toronto. We'll do and it. I okay. Did. I actually did do that. <laughs> it was fun. And, and it like changes people's world. Yeah, and it'll change your world. Yeah, absolutely does. And you never know what will show up because I had offer, like, offers for, for doing talks on it after that. So I'm going to see what I can create with that. Fantastic. Um, so, so being Melita, you, that's where being you changes the world. Right. So Melissa, um, Sunday, this coming Sunday, is doing a energetic facelift in Toronto. Um, MelitzaJelenic.com is her website. My website, InspiredChoices.ca. Melissa and I are going to be doing a Bars Foundation Level 1 together over the next month and a half. We would love for you to contact us and choose to come and play with us and see what else mm-hmm. we can be creating yummies in the world. We both do one-on-one sessions. We both put on classes, and uh, how much fun can we all be creating when we begin to step into more of our consciousness and choosing it again and again? Thank you, Melissa, for playing with me. I just have so much fun with you and everyone in the chat room. How much great fun did we all create tonight? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Coming up next, my wonderful um, friend and colleague in consciousness, Sherry L.R. Taylor, is doing a yummy, yummy show. If you have not yet gotten her book, Leaving Walloon, it's a phenomenal book. And bye for now. See you soon. (laughs) Bye. Thank you for choosing to listen to Inspired Choices Radio Show. Christine McIver will return next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by making the choices that bring you.